And welcome to the Traveling On Radio Show. Uh, welcome back. This is uh, Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick, your traveling enthusiast. And uh, we are happy now to go on a little bit of a music tour. You know, music remains one of the most powerful cultural forces in society. And today we're going to visit uh, one of America's most important cities, Seattle, the next stop on our uh, periodic tour of America's music cities. And here to tell us all about music tourism in the Emerald City is James Keblis from the Seattle office, the mayor's office of film and music. James, welcome to Traveling On. Hello, it's happy to be here. Hey, happy to have you. Now, when we were talking last time, James, you know, we, uh, you had mentioned to me something very interesting that, um, music in Seattle actually, from a historical perspective, was defined by the, um, American Indians. Talk a little bit about that. Well, you know, oftentimes I get asked the question, why does Seattle have such a rich musical legacy? And that's where I start. You know, we have a great Native American culture here. Uh, and the settlers have adopted a lot of that American culture, and uh, music is a big part of that. Music and dance, when you're going out to a powwow or any kind of celebration, is a very important part of what they do and their identity. And that, I believe, has been um, brought into uh, the settlers uh, when they came along, too, and uh, how they celebrate and, uh, and the pioneering spirit of all of, uh, all of the activity that was going on there, I think, kind of melded together in music. Now, one of the things about Seattle is that it's 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 a mix of so many cultures. You've touched on the Native American culture, uh, and I think a lot of this has added to the dynamism of the music scene. What, in your opinion, makes Seattle's music heritage so special? <laughs> well, there are so many things. Uh, you know, we have a real eclecticness up here, up here, a real uh, artistic diversity in our people. And um, and that's what you hear in music, so many different types. And we're, we have great symphonic, great roots music. We have great rock music. We have hip-hop. And all of this kind of comes out. I think it's kind of a combination of this diverse um, artistic expression combined with this entrepreneurial spirit. Um, you, you, you know, everyone has their identity and own background, and they, but they all bring that same kind of spirit with them. And uh, luckily, we have some creative folks up here, and uh, we get some great music out of it. Uh, you certainly have a lot of uh, creative folks up there. And we'll talk a little bit in a second about uh, all the talent that's come out of Seattle. But I wanted to ask you, you actually created, um, talk about creatism, <laughs> a creative ability yourself. You created or developed this beautiful uh, Seattle music map. Tell us about that, how it was founded, what and what it um, what it provides, what information it provides. Well, Seattle um, in 2003 uh, did this economic impact study, and it really turned our music scene into a music industry almost overnight because it was so significant. And uh, we, you know, are coming up with new incentives and new ideas to continue growing this industry here in the city. But before we headed on too much down that path, we really wanted to look back and honor and commemorate all of the great musicians and music types that give us what we have here today. And that was the, the reason we did the music map. And uh, it was a great project to work on. It was so much fun. I learned a lot. Um, and, and it was a, what I wanted to do was tell a story. You know, it's a map, and you can go around the neighborhoods, and you can visit those neighborhoods through the filter of music and really see some interesting old haunts and um, trying to close your eyes and imagine some of these great people that were in our area playing music. But you also 
it tells a story, and it's a story that I think will resonate with both insiders and outsiders. I wanted the people here that have been a part of the scene to feel like this is something that they learned a little bit from and that they can really be proud of, but also something that a tourist could come to and understand it wouldn't be such an inside game. So I think we were successful in writing that line and something that I'm really proud of. Now, if somebody wants to download this map, where can they go, James? Well, the best place is our website, of course. That is www.seattle.gov slash film and music, and you can, uh, you'll find the music map link there. You can go there, and you can download a PDF version. You can also email us, and we'll send you some hard copies, a little bit more glossy, and, uh, and we'll send those to you as well. And if they want more information, they can even sign up for our newsletter. We have a industry news that comes out once a week. Now, you've uh, mentioned a lot about the music map and uh, really the vision here of Mayor Greg Nichols to really emphasize this uh, sector in Seattle because it is it is such a big part of what of what Seattle projects to the rest of the world and through all of the great names we know about Jimi Hendrix we know about Kurt Cobain and Nirvana and Pearl Jam and and, and all of the great bands but these are such an eclectic mix of talents and and the musicians it, it it just really speaks to why Seattle is truly one of the one of the most creative places anywhere to be found so you guys can uh, really be Absolute, for that. Absolutely. Now, now, what do you think it is about Seattle? Is it something the water that's created all this, you know, <laughs> or, or provided all this creative genius? Or <laughs> right. it's one of the benefits about being on the edge of the world, I suppose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a geography to it. I think has a lot has a lot to do with our identity. I mean, really, you, you can ask a New Yorker or someone from the East Coast, and Seattle feels like a long ways away to them. And um, and we have actually physically a mountain range, and we have all this water that divides us from the rest of the country in a unique way. And I think that tends to lend itself to um, uh, uniqueness and identity and a voice that is uh, that is that's pretty interesting. And I think it's, cur- you know, there's a curiosity about Seattle from the rest of the country and the rest of the world. And uh, fortunately, we have a voice to live up to that. You know, we have this independent, independent spirit up here. It's kind of a DIY uh, juiced with urban angst, a kind of a gritty artfulness, and that kind of comes out in all of our art forms, and especially in music. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of a bit radicals up here. We've always been activists, and we've always been involved in trying to, you know, progress and push ideas forward, and, you know, music is a part of that kind of counterculture, too. So uh, we embrace it, and we're proud of it, and it kind of comes out in a unique, uh, unique form. Now, you know, Seattle, Ian touched on and you touched on uh, just the eclectic mix of music uh, that that can be found in your city. And, you know, obviously hip-hop, jazz, um, but you also have a wonderful, I think, classical pedigree as well, having, um, you know, the opera and the, the symphony. Um, and uh, along those lines, you um, Seattle has also been a place for... Um, women to really gain a, a good footing in the music industry. In fact, I think 1921, Madame Mary Davenport was the first female symphony conductor in U.S. history. Uh, yeah. She conducted the, the Seattle Symphony Orchestra. Tell, t- talk a little bit about that, your classical heritage and uh, the role of women in music in Seattle. Yeah, well, you know, it's really interesting when, you were, when I was doing the music map and really trying to unfold this history, women kept popping up 
you know, in, in leadership roles. I, this whole area has that, whether it's music or anything else. I mean, we have two women senators, we have a woman governor, we have women leaders in business. And, uh, and, and that was true in the music as well. And, um, you know, whether it was the first woman conductor in the United States and, you know, just past the turn of the century or Nellie Cornish starting one of the most important arts colleges in the country and music programs there. Um, and throughout the rest of the history with the 70s and the 90s and today, I mean, women are a big part of what's going on. Uh, it's something that we're really proud of. I mean, once again, it speaks to uh, the diversity of interest and professionalism and, and the type of folks getting involved and participating. Um, and it, it, fortunately for us, they're um, involved in the symphonic community, and that's done really well for us. Uh, we have a wonderful symphony that also uh, supplies music for the opera and the ballet. And uh, we're one of the world's uh, top film scoring cities as well. So most of the Sony pictures and many of the other studios, those big budget, you know, uh, symphonic scores that you hear when the movie theater is done in Seattle. In fact, our musicians won an Oscar last year for the um, soundtrack to Brokeback Mountain, which uh, we're really proud of. All those, all that music was created here by Seattle musicians. In fact, if you are a classically trained musician, you can make a pretty decent living up here in Seattle, and there's more work than there's people. So uh, if you guys, uh, if your audience out there wants a job, come on up. Well, you know, I, I'm a former uh, cellist, and uh, it's been a little while since I've, uh, I've picked up an instrument. I think I can still read music, but uh, I think, uh, you know, I'm a little bit on the rusty side. I probably would not even make the cut. <laughs> you can go to Cornish first and then over to the right. <laughs> right. You know, James, uh, one, of the, one of the things about the music map is that it really puts a highlight on the neighborhoods that uh, the musicians, a lot of the famous uh, talent that's come out of Seattle, uh, it, it, it really connects us to those places up close and personal, and it, and it helps us to understand some of the history. Could uh, you share... Uh, a little about some of the places and you know where where some of the famous names uh, came from, like Jimi Hendrix, uh, were able to go to his high school, as well as Quincy Jones, and even see Jimmy's uh, gravesite outside of Seattle, which is a, a pretty nice memorial that uh, his father had built for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. Um, you know, Seattle is a city of neighborhoods. We have hills and water, and that gives clear defining areas about uh, what kind, you know, how neighborhoods form. So you just get strong identity anyway, combine that with a real strong musical identity, and, and you get these real rich scenes that come out of these neighborhoods that are even unique to the neighborhood. You know, what you see in Jackson, uh, the Jackson Street area is a lot different than what you see in Belltown and what you did different than Ballard and Pioneer Square. And, and, and that's great because one night you can go to Ballard and you can see a lot of roots, roots rock and roots uh, music, bluegrass, all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, the next night or the next week can go up to uh, the Pike Pine Capitol Hill neighborhood and see a lot of our, you know, modern young folks rocking out and then go into uh, Jackson Street and the CD and uh, you get some good hip hop and that jazz and Pioneer Square with the blues. I mean, it's a, it's a lot going on and it's, it, we're really proud of that. It, it's uh, in the Jackson Street area, that's the rich one from our big uh, history. That's where Ernestine Anderson and Quincy Jones and Ray Charles and the likes cut their teeth and you could walk from, you know, First Avenue all the way up to 23rd and you, you couldn't hit enough of the jazz joints. We're kind of the biggest scene outside of San Francisco at the time and, um, there's a walking tour that you can, you know, download on your iPod and walk around with and hear the stories and there's also some great books written about that time. So it's real, it's real fun to be a part of that. 
Now, it's interesting that you mentioned jazz. I'm sure a lot of people think New Orleans and and think other cities, but Seattle and jazz. Seattle's had a tremendous contribution to the development of jazz, and, 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 and you'd mentioned the, the Jackson Street era and the Jackson Street uh, neighborhood. Just give us a sense as to, as to if we come to Seattle, some of the places where we can enjoy live music and live jazz. Well, you know, it, it started from a long time ago in our high schools. Roosevelt and Garfield are always in the top three, four high school jazz folks in, in the country. We win a lot of those competitions out in New York. And so you can go from high school jazz to, you know, to the old uh, dive bars and you get really good jazz, Tula's, Jazz Alley, and many others around town on a Tuesday night or a Saturday night. There, there's a lot of jazz going on. I used to go out at a great place called the Allen Thistle and they had this bebop night where the first hour was a band bebop and destruction and the next well, it would be an hour, but it always last many more hours where musicians would just kind of come on up and play and it would be nonstop music. And that's happening almost any given night here. It's a great, it's a great place to see jazz music. 